it just would have been a travesty if Kyle Larson would not have won this championship given his freaking domination. And when you hear from the number of drivers, you saw Denny Hamlin, you saw Martin Truex, you saw, saw Chase Elliott. They didn't say it, but they said it. Like, yeah, the right dude won the champion, Statman, championship. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense that uh, Kyle Larson wins the championship. He won, what, 10 events this year, um, nine, 10 events. He should have won the championship. And I've been complaining for more than a month that if he didn't win the championship, it would be a travesty and a, a blot on the uh, NASCAR playoff format. Uh, but he did win the championship, and the last stop by that pit crew was stunning, mm-hmm. stunning. He went from fourth to first into the championship on a, on a pit stop, for crying out loud, and he barely got out in front of uh, uh, Chase Elliott, and uh, he went ahead, got he, he stayed ahead the rest of the way. Uh, that's the way it's a, they say it's a team game, and today it was a team game. Yeah, our own Richie Flores, we call him Suave. You've heard us many times talk about him on the show. He got a video from the pits of them exiting the pits after that last round of stops. And it was, it was razor thin of a margin of how Larson just eked ahead to take the lead and therefore go on to win the race. It, that's insane to me. I want to get back to Kyle Larson and his post-race interview with our friend Rutledge Wood. Uh, again, the anxieties no relation, of, by the way, what's that? No relation to the state. Ah, true. <laughs> uh, the, the anxieties of chasing this championship and knowing damn well that it was his to lose. And it would have been a major disappointment as we we're just talking about, but this is Rutledge Wood and Kyle Larson. Once Kyle got out of the car, that is not Kyle Larson and Rutledge Wood. This is Kyle Larson and Rutledge Wood. Here we go. Here he is climbing out of the car, celebrating with his team. Kyle Larson, congratulations. You are a Cup Series champion. I can't, I cannot believe it. Um, I didn't even think I'd be racing a Cup car a year and a half ago. And uh, to win a championship is crazy. I just, I gotta say, first off, thank you so much to Rick Hendrick, HendrickCars.com, Jeff Gordon, NASCAR, every single one of my supporters in the stands, watching at home, my family, I've got so many of my friends and family here, my parents, my sister, my wife and kids, Owen had been giving me crap a month and a half ago about (laughs) how I can't win a cup race when he's there, Uh, so that had a lot of pressure, but... There were so many points of this race where I did not think that we were going to win. And without my pit crew on that last stop, we would not be standing right here. So they are the true winners of this race. They're true champions. I'm just blessed to be a part of this group. Every single man or person, man and woman at Hendrick Motorsports, this win is for all of us and every one of you. So this is unbelievable. I'm speechless. Kyle Larson validating what Stat and Crash were talking about in regards to that last pit stop. Prior to that pit stop, I think all of us were basically handing it over to Martin Truex or someone else other than Kyle Larson. 
Kyle Larson and Rutledge Wood continuing post-race. When you cross the finish line with those tears in your eyes, did you think about that day your dad brought that go-kart home without telling your mom and that moment led to this? <laughs> I had a lot of a lot of thoughts. A lot of thoughts there those last really all, since before intros, right before intros, like it all hit me and I was I had tears running down my face just doing the truck the the ride around, you know, the crowd was cheering loud and it was just a different atmosphere than I've ever been a part of. So this event was crazy. This uh, format's wild. I'm glad we were able to get it done. Um, and yes, you know, a big shout out to my parents for getting me involved in racing. My dad for everything he did, building my go-kart uh, when I was young to get me playing around. My mom for videotaping every lap I ever raced and give me something I could look at and study and, and get better. Um, gosh, so cool. I can't, I cannot believe it. Yeah, way to go, Janet. We talked about that with Kyle Larson. Janet, of course, being hit, Kyle Larson's mom. We talked about those videos that his mom would record in one of our YouTube interviews with Kyle Larson earlier this year. So head to our YouTube page, Speed Official Speed Freaks, or Speed Freaks Official. I forget what it is. Official Speed Freaks. Yeah, okay, that. And yeah, he goes in, in depth on his mom and his dad have been such an integral part of his entire racing career. It's just, it's great. And the story stat of really how he got here, the the issue with his uh, his suspension, and then all of a sudden last year, last year, right? All of a sudden goes out and wins uh, double digit races in the NASCAR Cup Series. You've got Mario Andretti <laughs> sending him, you know, much love prior to the race. You've got uh, and then post race, yeah. It's um, the recognition stat from drivers. For Kyle Larson, I've not seen this before. Well, yeah, I mean they—they—it's a fraternity amongst amongst the drivers. No matter how much they complain and grouse and <laughs> and uh, get in each other's face, there's only so many people in the world who could do what they do, mm, and uh, they have to—they yeah, support each other. No matter how much they, you know, fight and complain, uh, they support each other. So to, it's an interesting story. It's a good story of a guy who, uh, you know, screwed up and uh, went through a penalty and got a ride. Uh, he got fired and got a second ride and took that second opportunity and rode it all the way to a championship, the regular season championship and the championship of the playoffs. So, yeah, that that's something that they wish they could do and something that they are probably uh, happy for Kyle. And I just want to address a little bit some of the negativity that is out there. Of course, there's always going to be negativity no matter where you are, especially on social media. But for the people still wanting to call Kyle Larson a racist and not recognize what he had to go through in, in, in his learning process of becoming a better human being, let alone coming back into being a NASCAR driver, People, put that aside. We are all human beings. We all make serious mistakes in life. That was an awful mistake. Kyle Larson using the N-word so nonchalantly last year in the middle of, of a national video race. The bottom line, though, is he did learn from it. He, I mean, he and Bubba Wallace had serious conversations. Kyle Larson wants to be a better person. He is a better person because of that mistake. It's something we call failing forward. He failed massively 
but he failed forward. He learned from it. He's a better person. And now let's just enjoy his other accomplishments besides him being a better human and a better father and a better a better person and respecting others. Let's just celebrate him. Please stop it with the negativity. I'm looking at a tweet here from Jeff Gluck, who is a friend of the Freak Nation, one of your uh, insiders when it comes to NASCAR. He writes for The Athletic, NASCAR Insider. And he tweeted out a post that he put up, gosh, after Knoxville, I think it was. It says, I stand by my reporting, Jeff Gluck said. (laughs) And that was August 14th of this year. We are witnessing greatness. With Kyle Larson's Knoxville Nationals win on Saturday night, he sealed his reputation as an undeniable generational talent who has quickly put himself into the same sentence as A.J. Foyt and Mario Andretti. He is unquestionably the best all-around race car driver in the United States right now. And as crazy as it may sound, he might be the best in the world. That's Jeff Gluck. He he tweeted that out August 14th and then quote tweeted it today saying, I stand by my reporting. (laughs) Now here's the punchline. Replying to Jeff Gluck, I very much agree 100% Tony Stewart. Nice. Nice. There you go. Yeah, think, okay, before we get into the Tony Stewart comment, think about that. Kyle Larson started this year with a Chili Bowl win, and then he went He went on to have several NASCAR Cup Series wins, and in the midst, a Knoxville Nationals win, and now the Cup Championship. This guy has won massive races this year. Oh, yeah, let's throw in the NASCAR All-Star Race. Let's throw in the 600, the longest race in the, on the NASCAR circuit. I mean, woo! Yeah, he's having a great year. Without question, he had a great year. The best in the world, I I don't know. That might be a bit of, of um, what do you call it, when you get excited about what's happening right now. <laughs> hyperbole. Uh, yeah, hyperbole, yeah. <laughs> um, well, he did say maybe the best in the world. Maybe, yeah, maybe the world. Yeah, but, uh, you know, when I was sitting here after you said that, I was sitting here trying to think who would who else would be there, but – he had one great, great, great year. Not even a record year for NASCAR, but uh, he had a great season, won the championship. Uh, and whether or not he's the best in the world driving all race cars, I just don't know that. Uh, he hasn't driven all race cars before. And, uh, you know, he could certainly drive a cup car. He could certainly drive uh, a dirt car, a midget, a sprint car. Uh, I would imagine Silver Crown as well. Oh, yes. But, yeah, he did a lot uh, of Silver Crown last year. Yeah. yeah, but uh, the best in the world, I don't know that I'd go along with that. Could you see Max Verstappen winning a dirt race, though? I don't see Max Verstappen winning anything, uh. even though he's winning here. Because, <laughs> <laughs> again, that's a little bit Formula One. Yes, they are amazing drivers, but there's a lot that goes into the car, not necessarily the driver in Formula oh, One. Oh, without question. Today, to watch yeah. Sergio Perez chase down uh, Lewis Hamilton in his seven championships, obviously the car is better than Mercedes. And uh, Mercedes is going to have, they're going to have to come up with something out of their back pocket uh, to, uh, I think, I think, in fact, the championship in F1 is over. It was over uh, at Coda. 
yeah. but it, I don't know how Mercedes is going to come back in the final four races to make up all the points they have to make up. Um, you know, Verstappen is uh, Red Bull is just having a great year. Mm-hmm. They put together a great car and they deserve a championship for that effort. Yeah, it's what it's what we've got to deal with at this point. I mean, of, of all the drivers out there that are able to get into different makes and models of cars, Kyle Larson is the guy because he's winning in all those makes and models of cars that he's getting into. Other drivers aren't allowed to. Other drivers just don't give a damn. And they don't want to do that. But it would be cool. And I know it's where Statman's coming from a little bit with, about the greatest in the world. I would like to see Kyle Larson get into. Uh, the, the Nitro Circus Rally Series, or just get into a rally car. Let, let's see him Man. get – let's see Kyle Larson. That would be cool. Uh, go World Rally on us for a race. Just to just to, just kind of gauge it, to see how he can handle that. Yeah, I've, I've sent you YouTube videos of rally drivers yeah. and the insane speeds that they go on dirt. Uh, I, that you can't you can't translate that. And I've seen uh, Colin McRae in just eight, less than eight laps get into a Ferrari at Le Mans and be within a tenth of the fastest team guy on the team. So these are phenomenal drivers that drive in rallying. Uh, and they, they drivers, there's not enough, like you said, there's not enough uh, people transposing their mm-hmm. talent from series to series. Uh, so it's hard to say who's the best. Uh, maybe Kyle is the best in America, but I'm I'm not even willing to admit that right now. <laughs> we'll get more into Kyle Larson and his uh, record-setting run as a champion. But first, how about your Statman Scat? Last week's Scat equating social media and Michael Andretti's failure to buy his way into F1 bought some details out of the info swamp. An early rip said the bank that's financing Sauber and Alfa Romeo was thrown on the table at the last minute. Story said Andretti and his investors didn't want the bank and the deal stumbled. Another story said the people in F1 didn't think Andretti's money was strong enough and they didn't want weak ownership on the grid. Andretti said the money and the deal changed at the last minute and he backed away from the table. All of that or some combination of the above could be true. The point is, F1 money is deep and a tangled mess. Private banks, deep pockets, and monopoly money defines F1. Some estimate winning at half a billion dollars a year. Just being on the grid might be as much as $300 million. In short, if you have to ask, you can't afford it. Peace. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're listening to an encore edition of Speed Freaks. Be sure you follow us on Twitter at Speed Freaks. You'll get some fantastic content. Go back and look at the content on Twitter. Be sure you follow us on Instagram. Uh, Suave Crasher, hell of a job this weekend. Take it over Lucas Oil's Instagram account. Same for General Tire on Saturday. Badassery. A lot and of good stuff. A lot of good stuff from uh, Kyle Larson. In fact, I just got to hear this winning call one more time. 
Is that all right? Can I hear? Can Absolutely. I just hear? Can I just just, just that, that last lap call? One lap to go. Presented by Credit One Bank. Wow, Truex made up a lot of time again in turns three and four. A huge amount of time. He's closed the gap. The five. Now sees the 19. He's getting closer in the mirror. Down the back stretch for the final time. There's going to be a lap car on the inside. Not going to allow Truex to run that low line that he wants to run. Kyle Larson a year ago watched the race from North Carolina. Today, he's a Cup Series champion. Oh, my God, guys. Yes. Yes. Pit crew, this is all on you guys. Unbelievable. You guys are the best. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, everybody. Of course, the call, thanks to our friends at NBC and NBC Sports. And you just can't hammer it home enough, Statman, the importance of that pit crew and what they did to get him out. And according to NBC, they've been the best all year in delivering for Kyle Larson, Stat. Yeah, and that was the second uh, fastest pit stop that they'd had all season. So as good as they were, uh, you know, there were very few that have been any better. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there was no oh, he'd have won no. the championship without uh, the, that last pit stop. And you'd love to see it when it comes down to something as uh, something as small as that, even though, and small is the wrong word, but something as significant as that, uh, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, of all the driving he was doing on the racetrack, that he came in in fourth place and went out in first and never gave it back. That's a team, and uh, they des- they deserve the championship. Yes. And, and Crash, all this hassle about the racism, you know, the, the people that, that are without racism throw the first stone. Everybody's got some of that hidden inside of them, and he's learned to to overcome some of that. I still haven't made up my mind about that, but – when you when he's won a championship, and you got to give him credit for that. I'm not going to hold that against him. If we if we said that non-racist people were the only ones who could win championships, there'd be a lot of vacant championships in the, in the world. Yeah. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent. I think out of the three of us, Crasher got the most emotional. I saw where numerous drivers were crying when they saw Kyle Larson. <laughs> crying you just felt like the the proverbial 800 pound 900 pound gorilla was just released off of the back of kyle larson and the pressure that he that that many put him under and he i'm sure himself his crew his his team and just to see what he did today and just to to be able to capitalize and win that championship we were there on the grid crasher we saw that that it was just but butts to elbows. How is it? How do you? What's the phrase of people lining up around his car just prior to start your engines? Oh, it was crazy. It uh, it was stunning how deep the people were around his car, uh, just trying to get a glimpse of at the time a possible NASCAR champion, including Danica Patrick. Yeah, I kind of turned around or I turned back down to my phone to try to post something, and I look up and I'm like, "Whoa, hey, Danica! <laughs> like, wait a minute, why are you hanging with the Larson crew? Okay, right. that's cool, but." I just didn't expect it. So yeah, it's a it's a hell of a story that we've we've been following all year, and I think Crasher nailed it 
who would have thought when we had him on after the Chili Bowl win that this guy would go on to bloody freaking dominate? Yeah, it was all about his redemption story at that point. You know, mm-hmm. we were still tiptoeing around, you know, how did you, how have you been able to handle things so far and and bring coming back into the bigger limelight of racing and whoa. How many months later did you say? Eight yep. or nine months later, here we Boom. go. Who would have thought with 50 laps to go today yeah, right. that he was going to win the championship? Right? I know. That was Holy good. smokes.